With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, hour number two of the Chris Gordy Show underway here on Sports 1280. Happy to have you guys with us. Talking a lot of stuff uh, on the Pelicans, their summer league. Final game this afternoon of their pool play. Keep an eye on that. Of course, we are three weeks out from Saints training camp getting going. The rookies will report the third week of July, and the vets will report the last week. We'll be full into training camp mode. But for now, these next couple weeks as we lead up to the season, this is where we do a lot of rankings, where we kind of, you know, a lot of news publications are putting out there, you know, ranking the schedule and ranking the toughest games and ranking the 10 most important players and things like that. And and look, I like to get into it. I like the, the rankings and it opens up a good debate. And one of the ones I saw uh, over the weekend uh, was a tweet that crossed my timeline that kind of blew up. Uh, a guy by the name of Kevin Boylard, who writes for uh, 24-7 Sports, does a lot of video work for them and does a good job. And uh, his tweet came out and basically was ranking the uh, top, the best NFL quarterbacks by division. And so it kind of caught my eye when I saw NFC South and the name Matt Ryan in there instead of our uh, own uh, end of, uh, Saints beloved Drew Brees. So I thought, let's get Kevin on the show and talk a little bit about this. And uh, he has since put in a uh, another tweet saying that he, there was a mistake made. So figured we'd get Kevin on to talk a little bit about it. Kevin, what's going on, man? Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. So uh, let's get to it. I saw the tweet first. Best NFL quarterbacks by division. Uh, NFC South, Matt Ryan. Look, a year ago when uh, when – the, the Falcons were in the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan was an MVP candidate. I think you could have maybe made the argument, but uh, I think a lot of folks here in New Orleans, especially after the year the Saints just had, would say, well, look, Drew still looks like Drew Brees. Uh, how did you end up putting Matt Ryan in there? And now I know you've, you've come back and said, hey, I made a mistake here. Right, and I'm glad you're having me uh, on the show so I get a chance to explain myself to the Saints fans. But, you know, I had done this quarterback power ranking uh, a few weeks earlier, and I wanted a chance to just kind of talk about some of the quarterbacks I put in there, and I sent off a hasty tweet on Friday afternoon and kind of just let it go for the weekend and uh, realized I'd made a massive mistake when I put Matt Ryan in instead of Drew Brees for the NFC South. That was a complete oversight, Saints fans. I know uh, it got a little crazy in my mentions, but I appreciated the conversation. That's one of the biggest reasons why I didn't delete it, because I actually think it created a conversation. Hey, who's better in the NFC South? Matt Ryan? <laughs> or uh, Drew Brees, and a lot of people were actually saying Cam Newton, too. Yeah, and and it just goes to show. I mean, and, and maybe Jameis before the the whole uh, suspension thing. Maybe you know some people in Tampa maybe could have made an argument for him. But it just goes to show you got some really good quarterbacks in the NFC South. And like I said, a year ago when he's playing in the Super Bowl, albeit they blew a twenty-eight to three lead, but Matt Ryan, I think you maybe could have made the argument because Drew Brees had just come off a couple of seven and nine seasons. His numbers were still good, but. You know, you got to win as well. And so now here we are a year later. Drew Brees bounces back. They win the NFC South. He has one of the most efficient seasons of any quarterback in the NFL, albeit the numbers came down with them being more of a balanced offense with a run game. But I think a lot of folks would say, hey, Drew Brees is is tops uh, in in the division. But uh, did you get any death threats? Hopefully not. (laughs) 
no death threats. A lot of angry Saints fans. Uh, but I think they'll understand now that I, I clarified everything on Twitter. I let the tweet run because it was creating such an awesome conversation. And as you said, it's the off season. It's July. It's hard to get that conversation going. So when one starts like that, it's kind of not wise to let it end so soon. So I let it run throughout the weekend and then clarified everything this morning. And if you check, I'm on the record two weeks ago saying Drew Brees is the third best quarterback in the NFL right now. So if you want to check the record, I swear I didn't just cave to the Saints fan. <laughs> Let's. Uh, I love to get uh, outsider perspectives because here, we, you know, we tend to wear our black and gold goggles at times, and we get a little blinded. But what did you make of the season the Saints had last year? Bouncing back, that defense got much improved after they started the, you know, started the season zero and two, gave up a ton of yards to Sam Bradford and Tom Brady, and suddenly something clicked, and all those young players from Marshawn Lattimore to Marcus Williams started playing a lot better. The offense was a lot more balanced with uh, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, and. Uh, the Saints, lo and behold, bounced back and win the NFC South last year. Yeah, I think the Saints were able to revolutionize Drew Brees' late career here. I mean, he's been a Pro Bowl guy, as you mentioned, great stats throughout his career. But last year, the more balanced offense was the key for them. It allowed him to set a completion percentage that was the all-time high for NFL history. But even more important than that is the yards per attempt, 8.1 yards per attempt. You You mentioned how efficient he was. It was huge for the New Orleans Saints last year. Taking a little bit off of Drew Brees' plate, sometimes less is more. He ended up leading the league in completions as well. So he made the most of every throw he made last year. And I think that having a more balanced approach, a little bit better defense, really makes the Saints team one of the most dangerous in the NFC. I want to go to you. You have your rankings out, and you mentioned you have Drew Brees number number three on this list, Tom Brady number mm-hmm. two. I don't think many Folks can argue with what Brady's doing at this age of his career. It's absolutely incredible. But number one, Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, he got dinged up last year, and and it hurt the team, and obviously the Packers don't make the playoffs. But I, I feel almost like, do we do we elevate Aaron Rodgers too high at a point? I mean, I, I'm reading all these predictions where everybody's saying, oh, the Packers, are they're going to win that division again, and they'll be in the playoffs. They'll make a run at the Super Bowl this year. And I'm going, well, not so fast. Like, are we overlooking a team like the Detroit Lions, who just brought in a really good mind in, in Matt Patricia to work with Matt Stafford. Mitchell Trubisky takes the next step in Chicago. And, oh, by the way, the Vikings, who were the cream of the crop last year in that division, in my opinion, make an upgrade from Case Keenum to Kirk Cousins at quarterback, and the defense is stout. Uh, I think are people just buying into the Aaron Rodgers hype and just not even recognizing how tough that division could be? Well, I do think that the NFC North is now the home of the best quarterbacks in the NFL when you look top to bottom in the division. For quarterbacks. Uh, however, I am all in on that Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers train. I think that no team uh, needs its quarterback more than the Green Bay Packers. And you see, when he's not there, that team is different. The year before, uh, Tom Brady had an excellent year because what the Patriots went three and one without him for the first four games of that season. Tom Brady is a great quarterback and uh, one of the best signal callers that the NFL has ever seen. Probably when you look at the body of work, he is the greatest of all time to play any position. However, when it comes to arm talent and pure uh, ability to carry your team and athleticism, I really do believe Aaron Rodgers has the edge on Tom Brady. I understand it's a very controversial opinion, uh, but at some point you have to realize Tom Brady is 41 years old and just not the athlete that Aaron Rodgers is. Let's talk about supporting staff, though. We know that offensive line has had issues in Green Bay, staying consistent. We know the issues with the run game. I mean, they they moved a freaking you know wide receiver in Ty Montgomery to their running back last year. Uh, you know, you got Aaron Jones in there and and Jamal Williams, uh, the rookie from last year. But 
you lose Jordy Nelson in the offseason. Devontae Adams has, has been good at times, inconsistent. Randall Cobb seems to be coming down off uh, his best years. Uh, what do you make of the supporting staff there? Well, the biggest addition of the supporting staff is, is Jimmy Grant. Oh, that's uh, right. Our, big tight say, end that they say, added say, in, in free agency. I mean, say that's sloppy guy seconds. touchdowns last year. And, he had, and Devontae Adams is the only receiver in the NFL with double-digit touchdowns each in the past two years, I believe. And so you got, you know, some pretty decent red zone targets for Aaron Rodgers, who's already almost perfect in the red zone. As long as he stays healthy and is able to fire at those two guys, I mean, that opens the field for Randall Cobb. You want to see a little bit more development for the uh, for the running game. But I also think the defense makes some moves And they got uh, Muhammad Wilkerson along the defensive line. And they brought in new offensive and defensive coordinators. So the heat is on Mike McCarthy to make a move this year and make a play. And I really think the pressure is on the Packers to make a run to the Super Bowl. And uh, I really do think they can win it this year. Uh, I want to go back to uh, the NFC South for a minute real quick. Obviously, we know what the, the Saints did last year, but uh, all all that said, it was a dogfight. I mean, they had to win some big games late in the season against the the uh, Panthers and the Falcons to, to solidify it, and albeit those all three of those teams ended up making the, the playoffs with the Panthers and the Falcons both sneaking in as wildcard teams. Uh, how do you see the division shaping up this year, and do you think it might be the same way where maybe uh, – Falcons and Panthers and Saints, somebody win the, wins the division and those other two make the playoffs again. Yeah, it's definitely one of the toughest divisions in the entire NFL and one of the hardest to predict uh, because of those three teams. I really don't see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as contenders this year considering the latest on Jameis Winston and uh, that all is going to be a distraction. Uh, but I think that the three other teams, it could go any way between those three. Um, you know, If Cam Newton manages to have a season like he did in 2015 when he was the MVP and led the Panthers to a 15-1 season. You know, there could be nothing stopping the Panthers. However, he's highly inconsistent. Uh, if we see a balanced offensive approach from the Saints like we did last year, uh, that, then I expect them to be the favorites to win the division. However, I think that the loss of Mark Ingram, Ingram for those first four games could screw them up a bit. And then I think that the Atlanta Falcons have been one of the more consistent teams. I know that offense took a step back, but they were still – you know, a play away from reaching the NFC Championship when you consider if Julio Jones is able to make the catch in the end zone against the Eagles, there's a good chance they advance and perhaps beat the Vikings and go to the Super Bowl for the second time in a row. Uh, I know it's playing a little bit of revisionist history, but the Falcons were pretty close. Yeah, and it's it's interesting that you brought up the, the Mark Ingram absence because this is one I keep going back and forth on. As much as I wanted to overreact and say, man, it's really going to hurt the Saints not having him now, in hindsight, when you look at the first four weeks, you open with Tampa Bay in, in New Orleans, who will be without Jameis Winston. Week two, you get the lowly Browns coming in, who should be much improved with adding Jarvis Landry, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, we'll see how quickly they can make it all click. But that's a game the Saints will be favored in. Week three, you're at Atlanta, which is a, a big, big game. And then week four, you go to New York to play the Giants, and I would assume the Saints will be favored there. So I think all, all things considered, even without Mark Ingram, I think the Saints should be looking at 3-1 and one after those first four weeks. They very well could be. And if you remember the last year, as great as the Saints running game was, it really didn't take off until they removed Adrian Peterson from the situation and traded him off to the Arizona Cardinals. So it just shows how tricky that balance could be, finding that balance uh, in the running game and really making a balanced offense as a whole. And uh, I think that if you don't have Mark Ingram, and yeah, Alvin Kamara looked great last year, but how did he look? I mean, he's the lead guy. Uh, it could be a little different, but it's just four games. If they can come out two and two like they did last year, then they're in great shape. 
talking with uh, Kevin Boylard from 24-7 Sports. Uh, so, Kevin, if we're, if we're looking at the uh, NFL as a whole, look, I, I love the parody. I mean, we just got finished with the NBA season, and again, we saw you know Cavs, Warriors, and the Warriors winning the title again. The one thing you got to love about the, the NFL, even though the Patriots have been one of the more dominant teams here in the past, what, almost 20 years, it feels like, uh, you have great parody. You have a a team like the Jacksonville Jaguars, who make a complete turnaround last year, one of the best defenses in the league, and you know they're one or two plays away from advancing to the Super Bowl. You have the Philadelphia Eagles turning things around and coming out of nowhere. So, uh, if you had to pick one or two surprise teams this year who were maybe uh, you know bottom dwellers or at least middle of the pack last year that could make that next jump this year, who do you think it is? I think the New York Giants are a team that can make a jump. I think Saquon Barkley. That addition is huge. We've seen each of the last two seasons a big-name running back being added in the top five of the draft, taking a team from worst to first in the division last year with the Jaguars and Leonard Fournette, and the year before that with Ezekiel Elliott and the Dallas Cowboys. Now, when you look at the Jaguars in specific, you see the defense and how that defense really rode uh, or drove the ship for them to the AFC Championship. But if you look at the Giants two years ago, they had one of the best defenses in the league, and a lot of those pegs are still there. They're moving to a 3-4 defense uh, now that they have James Betcher, the former Arizona Cardinals defensive coordinator, who is very successful there, getting Chandler Jones uh, into one of the league's best sack artists. I think you could do the same for Olivier Vernon for the New York Giants. I see them as a potential breakout team. And uh, I think that the Los Angeles Chargers are one in the AFC that could really surprise people. They came on late last year under first-year head coach Anthony Lynn. I think Philip Rivers is due for a playoff run, and some of the pieces might come together for uh, Los Angeles this year as well. Yeah, I was going to say, well, last question for you, Kevin. I was going to throw out the, the cream of the crop last year in the NFC was, you know, obviously the Eagles, the Vikings, the Saints, and the Rams. Uh, if any of those teams takes a step back this year, who would it be? Those teams, Eagles, Vikings, Saints, and Rams, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards Saints only because of the, comp- uh, the competition in the division. However, I do think the Rams are going to step back offensively. They were the number one team in the league last year. I think a lot of people were taken by surprise how much Jared Goff exploded in year two, and then Todd Gurley kind of had a bounce back year. I think they take a little bit of a step back. However, they'll be stronger on defense, still very balanced, and a playoff team that I expect to win the NFC West. Uh, but I think as far as the offensive explosion we saw last year from the Rams, they're going to be the team that's most likely to step back. See, I love the additions they made on defense. Obviously, you bring in Sue and, and all the defensive backs that they did, but the numbers speak for themselves, Kevin. When you look at Wade Phillips in year two of a system, when he takes over as D.C., year one he always has tremendous success, and year two there's always a step back. So uh, that's just something to keep in mind there when you when you watch the Rams this year, right? It is. And I also wouldn't count out the Philadelphia Eagles taking a step back as well. I know they're Super Bowl champions, but they had several key offseason injuries, not just Carson Wentz's torn ACL. Yeah, and then the Cowboys, they get a year back of a full year of Ezekiel Elliott. They could take a step forward again. And then the Redskins, I know everybody loves to hate on them, but Alex Smith just gets the job done. And our guy from down here, Darius Geis, is continuing to turn heads up there. I bet at the end of the year, Darius Geis is making a lot of noise with Washington. That's exactly right. We're actually asking today our Washington Redskins writer on 24-7 Sports, Kyle Tasman, uh, the, for the formula for Darius guys to take the NFL by storm. He is uh, Kevin Boylard, uh, works for 24-7 Sports, does a tremendous job. And, uh, hey, albeit he does not have Matt Ryan ahead of Drew Brees, no matter what that tweet said, all right? So, uh, <laughs> Kevin, thanks for uh, having some fun with us and jumping on with us, all right? Chris, thanks for having me on, man, anytime.
All right, thanks a lot. Kevin Boylard covers the NFL. You can follow him on Twitter at 247 Kevin Boylard. Uh, writes for uh, 247 Sports, does a lot of video work. Uh, for them and their parent company, CBS, does a really good job. So I uh, just thought we, like I said, when I saw that tweet over the weekend and everybody was blowing up, blowing them up on Twitter. I think it's got almost 400 comments of uh, ranking the best NFL quarterbacks by division. And he had the NFC South, Matt Ryan, and uh, was quick to come back and say, hey, 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 no, look, I got Drew Brees ahead of Matt Ryan. I did, didn't mean to put that, but the tweet lives on and it's still it's still listed there and a lot of folks, a lot of Saints fans are going at him because of it. All right, we will take a, a quick break here. We'll come back. Chris Gordy rolls on after this. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.